to another installment of the West Tokyo Jolt podcast. Today, I am here representing the chapter. I'm Jason Pratt, former programs chair, currently serving as interim president. And I'm joined by a longtime friend, former classmate and research partner, Zhang. And I always get the Vietnamese pronunciation mixed up of the last name. Is it pronounced Wen, Gwen? How do you pronounce it? Uh, no, no, it's pronounced Nguyen. Nguyen. Just call me by my name, Jason. Because, okay. Uh, no Vietnamese is your family name. We have like, you know, 40% of population with, you know, Nguyen last name. It doesn't <laughs> right. work that way. <laughs> good, good to know. Okay, so you are a new JOLT member, and this was your first presentation with us. Could you tell us, for the people who couldn't attend today, what did you present upon? Well, here's a short presentation, about 15 minutes, about my personal experience teaching at the police department and uh, uh, Soar Women's University, and on how I start each of my classes. Personally, I believe that a teacher should be an entertainer. I mean, I strongly believe that an entertained person learned, and, and that's what we want to do, right? We want to encourage our students to learn. So there are some a several ways of doing that. You can you know, either start class with a simple high and trying to do a short conversation with each of them, like two or three minutes, asking about what did they do in their weekend, or you can start class with uh, warm-up games, or, or sometimes you can just you know, directly go into the content of the lesson. It depends on, on the nature of the classes, the motivation of the students, and sometimes the period of the, of the class. So that is what uh, basically I, what I did today, what I talked about today. Great. So I'm going to come back to this issue of entertainment and motivation and engagement. But I'd like to first start by talking about kind of your experience. Now in Japan, you're teaching Vietnamese language. In the past, you taught at the Diplomatic Academy, taught English there, right? Yes. Uh, is there any different approach that you use in teaching the different languages? Of course a lot of differences. So for one thing, I'm not a native English speaker. I think you can tell that. And I'm a, of course I'm a native Vietnamese speaker and because I'm a native Vietnamese speaker at the university or at the police department, I usually assign to teach a pronunciation, conversation, or you know, things that a native speakers are usually asked to do. Back in the you know, time when I was teaching uh, English, I was teaching uh, translation and interpretation, and also grammar and uh, writing. So the approach I take you know, for each class is different because of the nature of the subject is different. And um, well, I think whatever you are teaching, the thing that you need to uh, encourage your student to be engaged as much as possible. Mm-hmm. As um, a native speaker, it's a good thing to be a native speaker, right? But even as a non-native speaker, you can, you can tell a student that, you see, even me, a non-native speaker, can try and, and learn to speak English. You can do that too. That can be a good source of motivation. So you are standing on a completely different point of view when you are talking as a native speaker. Good. So another difference that you have to many of us within the JALT community is that you are more likely to teach somebody who is a complete beginner than I am, for example. Even if uh, somebody is considered kind of in a beginner class, they've gone through high school, junior high, studying English, they're exposed to English. 
through signage and other ways in Japan, but you have this complete beginner, right? Do you think that requires you to motivate students even more, or is their being so fresh to the language making them very motivated in the beginning? What do you think? I think being fresh to the language、mm-hmm. has more to do with how you build the pronunciation and the perception to the language rather than the motivation. Of course, you know I'm teaching at the you know interpretation center of the police department, and、mm-hmm. they have a strong motivation because after the course of two years, they have to start working as interpreters for、uh, Vietnamese criminals and 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 victims and that kind of thing. And if they cannot speak the language. There's no way they want to do that,、sure. and that's a big pressure. So that's a very strong motivation. And in the university, some students have no motivation at all. They、mm-hmm. just they just get into university because they have nothing better to do. So, while、well, in my point of view, what I think is that being fresh to language has nothing to do with motivation. Okay,、uh, it has more to do with pronunciation and how you build the perception to the language. This issue of being an entertainer is something that I also believe in. What are the ways that you go about being an entertainer? All right.、Um, well, I like being, you know, under the spotlight.、Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Uh, so, uh, being an entertainer、uh, means you need to draw the attention of your student all the time.、Uh, well, but teaching is different than you know performing in the sense that not all the time you are the performers.、Mm-hmm. You can be an entertainer. I strongly believe that most of the time. The performer should be your students. Sure. So they are the one who do the singing and dancing and talking in another language. You are a host, so you host of a talk show. You are a host of a talk show, and what you need to do is to try to motivate your student to talk more and more. So to sum it up, being an entertainer doesn't always mean being a performer. You、sure. try to make、I、your、understand. students to become the performers. Usually, when I try to entertain, it's through making、uh, funny situations. I do tell jokes、yeah. in class, but I often make the kind of the topic being taught very useful. But then the what should I say? The way in which it's presented or the context be sometimes very funny and、uh, entertaining in that sense. Well, it happens. I mean, our job is not always you know, look for a way to、uh, make them laugh、mm-hmm. and make sure because it happens sometimes it just you know completely random. You catch the you catch it when it was coming to you,、mm-hmm. and you make a joke and you crack a joke and everyone was laughing. But at another time you you try to make a joke, but it just doesn't work. Good. Okay. So my predecessor Andrew O'Brien always asked the question as if you were to do a second. Lecture or presentation with us to follow up on this one. What would you do? Well, that is a good question. I haven't, you know, thought about it、uh, up until now.、Uh, this is my first presentation at Chart. So actually, I, I learned a lot. So the thing is that I don't want to one-way conversation. I mean, just me talking about what I want to talk about. I want to have you know interaction with other members because I'm, I'm sure that other members of of Charles are also experienced teachers, so I can learn from them、uh, even more than what they can learn from me. So、um, 
If I'm going to give another presentation, a chart, I will try to push this topic. I mean, how to the transition between different periods of classes. Mm. You know, we have you know 45 minutes or 90 minutes. Sometimes, you know, only 45 minutes can last as long as one year, especially when your class is not going well. So, and, and the transition period between warming up and you know this topic and that topic, and you're trying to do different tasks. How are you going to do that in a you know smooth way, as as smooth as possible? That's what I'm I'm thinking about doing. Excellent. So, in closing, as we like to keep these to around ten minutes, and we're about there now, is there any upcoming projects or past projects that we can find on the internet or something that you would like to? advertise yourself with? Well, that's another good question. Actually, I'm a PhD candidate and Mm -hmm. my major is uh, international politics, especially democratization. We're trying to publish on our paper, right? Yeah, we are. We are. On politics, completely different from... So if anyone listening to our podcast owns a journal or edits at a journal that is looking for a paper on comparing the United States endorsement of political leaders within South Vietnam of the past and uh, Afghanistan more recently, contact one of us. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. All right, that's a good message. Okay, well, I thank you very much for your time and for thank joining you, us sir. today. All right, everyone, please do consider coming to one of our future events. It's very likely that you'll meet Zhang there. Thank you very much. See you later.